Hey, how you doing? No, seriously, how you doing? How you feeling? Time for a mental health check. And you know, it's not always easy to do this, especially, and especially I'm talking to some guys out there. And it's not always just divided down gender lines, but I think we can safely assume that it's probably more men who would say, therapy, ah, I don't need that kind of thing. Ah, that's for people who have problems. I don't have a problem. Um, let me tell you, this whole pandemic thing is not going away anytime soon. We are in this for a long haul. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. And it's a marathon for your mind. And if you were going to run a legit marathon, like a, you know, running marathon with the shoes and everything and the bib with the number on it, you just would you just kind of like, yeah, marathon's on Saturday. I'll just... Just head out there on Saturday. Or would you maybe do a little training? Would you maybe work on it a little bit? Not just go off and peel off a big race without ever having done anything, any work and any any sort of training at all. You wouldn't do that. So I need you to think about your mind in the same manner. There's a new survey for the Mental Health Commission. And what it found is that 84% of Canadians reported that their mental health had worsened, at least their concerns about their mental health had worsened since the onset of the pandemic. Among the biggest concerns, well-being and family wellness, personal future, isolation, loneliness, anxiousness, fear. You know what helps? According to this, according to the study, exercise and connecting with family and friends, ranked as the top social strategies. I'll tell you, my house, my house, my wife works out like a fiend. She's on the Instagram live. She's, you know, she's doing, she's doing these insane workouts in the living room. And then she keeps saying to me, you know, you should probably do some of this yourself. And I wonder myself, well, what's, what's wearing on my mental health more? Uh, the lack of exercise or the nagging? I can't tell. But I probably should be exercising more because here it is the report that says that exercise and also connecting with family and friends, top coping strategies. To talk more about this survey, I'm pleased to welcome to the program Dr. Keith Dobson, who is a professor of clinical psychology at the University of Calgary. Welcome. Uh, Thank you, Alan, for having me. Uh, how you doing, by the way? Anybody ask you that? How you doing? Uh, actually, I'm doing reasonably well. I've got a regular routine. I exercise three times a week at least or more, eating well. Actually, probably eating better because we're not going out for food as much as usual. And Yeah, things are actually generally pretty good for me. And, and in terms of self-checks, I mean, that that is that something, obviously, you're trained to, to know this. It's, you know, a sort of thing where you're checking in on your own mental health and thinking, these are the things that make me feel better. Yeah, that, that's certainly part of it. Um, personally, I'm a bit of a routine person in any event, so this has been not so bad for me. But I think some of the challenges, again, are keeping contact. So I know there's a discussion, for example, about physical distancing versus social distancing. And so one of the things I'm really careful is to talk about the importance of physical distancing, but not social. And that really came through in the survey you were talking about today is the importance about social contact. And social contact, even though it is virtual, it is through a, God help me, Zoom call, uh, even yeah. if it is through that, that, that is, that's important and that is key to our mental health. 
it, it's better than nothing. It's not as good, certainly, as a hug or, you know, sort of physical contact. And I think a lot of people, of course, are desperate to get back to being more intimate and being able to touch your family members and so on. So I think it's not ideal, but it's better than nothing for sure. Yeah. One of the and things I, I often... I think, I, sorry, I was going to say, yeah. I think visual is probably better than phone as well. But again, you have to find out what the person's comfortable with and, and meet them at the level that they want. One of the things I often say, and people who are regular listeners to this program will recognize me saying this, is, is that I always equate mental health with being on an airplane. And, you know, when they give you that safety warning at the beginning and then they say, you know, uh, if, if there's a problem and the oxygen mask falls, you know, from the thing, mm-hmm. it, put it on yourself first before you try and help anybody else. And I always think that, you know, we want to help those people, you know, people around us. But if we don't help ourselves first, if we don't deal with our own mental health, we're not going to be able to be strong and help our other family members. Uh, I think that's exactly right. And I think the other point that's relevant here is what you said in the introduction here about how this is a marathon and that you don't just get up one day and run a marathon. You really have to be prepared for it and, and think about how to take care of yourself over the long term. Where does therapy work into all of this? So where does that come in, in the list of you know what people are using to help them? Yeah, it, it's certainly a tool. Um Again, there's different ways of thinking about this, but if we think about prevention, certainly that's the best strategy for any kind of health condition. So if you can stay resilient, you know, build up your core ability to respond to trauma, that's certainly the best thing to do. Uh, The next best thing, I think, is early identification, so doing ongoing assessment and making sure that, you know, your functioning is staying more or less normal or if it's starting to slip, to to be mindful about what is slipping and, and deal with it as quickly as possible. And then treatment, of course is the last option. So, you know, if you actually find that you've slipped over the edge and you need help, then reach out, absolutely. And one of the nice things about the pandemic, paradoxically, is that the amount and availability of distance therapy has gone up, if anything, rather than stayed low. So that's that's a great resource that people have. And just in terms of connection, because, you know, sometimes I think for a lot of us, you know, we don't want to reveal you know, to our family members, you know, if we are suffering, if we are really down and we don't want to burden or at least that's a week sometimes that I know I feel that way. Like I can't lay that on my dad, you know, like I can't do that. So, I mean, how do you find somebody or something to be able to unburden yourself and talk about it? Yeah. I mean, having a confidant is probably your best bet. So it could be uh, an intimate person you live with. It could be a a friend, you know, a good friend that you've had for a lifetime or a long time that you can unburden yourself with. And if you don't have that, then I think, you know, turning to therapy is not a bad option at all. Uh, Again, I'm a clinical psychologist, so I guess I'm paid to say so in some ways. But uh, (laughs) realistically, I think, you know, these services are available. Um, Most uh, provinces, I know you're in Toronto, and I believe the Ministry of Health actually has projects going on now providing distance therapy. I don't know the number, but uh, you might be able to get that for your listeners. But there's lots of different resources available. There also are online resources that people can access. The Mental Health Commission of Canada has quite a few resources They even have a COVID-19 hub, as they call it, for people that are struggling with mental health issues during this time. 
I'm speaking with Dr. Keith Dobson, who is a professor of clinical psychology at the University of Calgary. And stay tuned, listeners, just as the the good doctor indicated, I do indeed, at my fingertips, have the links of uh, information that you can go and search so you can find some of those therapy options, some of those uh, virtual uh, links and supports. But, Doc, uh, final question to you. Mm-hmm. As you look at the the survey itself, was there anything in it that jumped out at you that you thought, well, I didn't expect to see that? Um, not really. I mean, but one of the things we found, of course, is that some of these concerns are greater for women, they're greater for people who are unemployed, they're greater for people who are younger, and especially those that are facing the dual challenges of raising a family and having a career. So so those things aren't that unusual. I, th- I think one of the nice things about this survey, though, that's worth mentioning is that uh, we hear a lot of stories, of course, and a lot of anecdotes about people struggling, and that's important to recognize. But it, this provides us some objective data. And this is a repeat survey. So it's the second time that the Conference Board of Canada and the Mental Health Commission have done this survey. And so it gives us a kind of a benchmark to compare ourselves against. And I know one of the things that they're looking at is doing a third survey, you know, down the road. So, again, it gives us sort of the ongoing barometer or ongoing measure of how society is doing. And that's important, too. Dr. Keith Thompson, a professor of clinical psychology at the University of Calgary. Thank you so much for your time. Please stay well. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. As promised, I'm just looking it up on my phone here. I got the link. I'm just going to open this up. This is Ontario.ca. So you go to Ontario.ca. This is your website. And what you can find there is all kinds of information about COVID programs and what it is that you can what you can get. I mean, everything from child and spousal supports right on down the line. And it's probably best just to kind of go there because I can give you some phone numbers, but probably that's not the best way to do it. So just, again, Ontario.ca. And right there, it's got a phone number, toll-free, an 81866 number that you can just call And that will help set you up with the right mental health and addictions program and support across Canada. It's available 24-7. It's toll-free. We also have in this province something called the Big White Wall. It's an anonymous online community where members can support each other 24 hours a day, 365 days of year. You can complete a self-assessment there. You can read about recommended resources. You can also access self-led telephone or online therapy for stress, anxiety, and depression. It's called Bounce Back, and it's a free skill-building program for adults and youth 15+. plus. You can find workbooks, coaching, videos, You can also find Internet Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, which is known as CBT, which if you don't know about this, this is important, and this is something that can really help. If you're struggling, CBT can really help to be able to alleviate the symptoms of depression. It's not easy to do. It's not simple. It's not a pill. you got to do some work. But you probably need to. We go back to that marathon again. You ready for it? Because we're already in it. And if you've been sprinting all along and thinking, no worries, I can just sprint to the end of this thing. It's not a problem. It's a problem. You might need some help. And maybe, you know, maybe you don't need, you know, teletherapy. Maybe that's not the thing for you. You don't want it. You don't need it. And that's great. That's great if you don't. 
But talk to somebody. Find somebody that, as you heard the good doctor say, to be a confident. Reach out. Try and find that connection with family and friends to make yourself feel better because we got a ways to go. It's not over with stage two, you know, when the malls reopen tomorrow at 11 o'clock. That's, I mean, maybe that make you feel better. Oh, the Sephora's open again. I feel better. I mean, maybe that'll help, but I, we got a ways to go. So you got to take care of yourself.